Speaking of which, I just ordered way too many Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> it's for a good cause. How many? Sure. How many boxes did you order? It was like free shipping weekend or whatever. And my friend was like, my daughter's thing is free shipping weekend. Here it is. And she had sent it to me before and I had ignored because I was like, I don't need that temptation in my life. Right. And also like, you know, they'll call you back. Like we were just saying about the CIA, the yeah. Girl Scout cookies will knock again. They, and they keep knocking. They knock and knock <laughs> and knock. <laughs> Recordings in progress. Recordings in progress. Oh, my God. What's going on? You have pink hair. I know. It's kind of orange. It's kind of orange. It's not exactly the color that I was thinking I was going for. But you know what? Sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I also think once I wash it like three times, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it's the color of that wine that that people love. My rosé. Yeah, like that my orange My rosé. That orange wine. Oh, you mean orange wine? I don't love orange wine. You know that. You don't? Some people love it. I don't, I mean, it's all, I don't know. I don't know a lot about wine. I mean, I don't, I just, no. I mean, here's what I know. And I, and I know that I'm, and I know that I'm in a place now where I'm able to just say it unabashedly and not give a fuck. I like a basic bitch rosé to drink. <laughs> Don't get fucking fancy on me. Give me like a rosé from France. Done. There you go. California, France, rosé. Bye. Bye. And I'm Easy. like bubbles. Pink. Bye. Pink yeah, you and bubbles. Jen, you and Jen are like pink bubbles. Jen loves pink bubbles too. Yeah. Wait, Casey, you know, yesterday was a holiday. I know it. And also today, if you live in New York, the kids are now. off school. I don't know why. They're, why are they off school today? It sucks. I don't know. But I was, I was um, a single mom this past <laughs> for the last like ten days. Yeah, because Mark was traveling. No, no, leave everything alone. Oh my god, leave it, leave it. Because okay. he just got a text message that she's reacting to. And someone's threatening to touch something she doesn't want touched. Okay, I'm going to just, this is, I'm just going to say this right now. And you know, we've talked about it before on the pod. And so I'm going to talk about it again. We could tally up the amount of money that your girl has spent on people organizing things. Yes. And then we could somehow come up with an equation and compute how frustrated your girl has gotten when not only does the organization never stick to anything, right? but that it's just like not ever what I need or want. <laughs> right. Like, like she's really like... Listen, I'm I'm doing the work. You know what I mean? I'm really thinking about like the bigger picture and what it means for me. But so anyway, this is all a part this that text, everything is a part of what I was about to tell you, which is that I've been I've been Mark was out of town for work for like 10 days and right. so it was just like full time Which is a long fucking time to be 
on doing your, it all to be doing child. it all and like so people that do it all all the time bless your much, hearts bless and much love to you and so much strength and oh power God. to you because when Matt was in grad school he would go away for two weeks at a time and it was always a disaster I am a disaster uh taking care of uh children and a life on my own for well, for more yeah. than two days I was like, I would say that like some things were amazing and I was like great at it. Yeah. I was so tired just because the like waking up, you know, we take the public bus to school. And so I take it with, Cricket's only 10. So I right. take it with her to school. Sure. Yeah. So no matter what, I'm on that bus at 7.50 a.m. Yeah. And like, so my day and so my day was like starting way earlier every day than it normally does. Cause normally sure. even honestly, even when Mark and I were like married, right? Like we would, we would rotate the shifts. Right. Sure. And not have to like, you know, be up. Not one person having to wake up right. early every single day. Yeah. And sometimes um, just the psychological relief of knowing that like someone else is gonna, you're gonna hand it off to someone else. Totally. Is, is a big deal. Totally. So anyway, so it's like a lot. And then I had this like huge weekend staring me, staring down the barrel at me. Yeah. Where you know, Cricket is so fun and so creative and cool and all of the things, but she's also definitely entering the deep preteen vibes. And if given the opportunity or the choice, my friend would love nothing more than to spend like five days or whatever, because it was like Friday. Wait, no, they went to school Friday. So it was like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two to four days. So to spend four days just like, in her room on a device, like the entire right. time. Sure. And plus when it's like 35 degrees, it's hard to be like, let's go outside. Right. So I was like, what am I going to do? And Michelle was like, we're going upstate, come upstate. And I'm like, amazing. Fantastic. Friday night, I got to finally see Tina, Faye, and Amy Poehler's live show. So great. It was so great. Guest starring Rachel Dratch. It was such a delight. Liz Wolf from Cure Thrift came with me. My friend Beth from Charleston, who now lives in New York, came with me with the best time. Saturday morning, wake up. It's like snowing everywhere. I've never Ugh. even driven in snow. And I'm like, oh God, what do I do? But you it was the fine. first time I ever drove in snow mm. during my driver's license test. <laughs> I cried. Yeah. Well, that's I would have rescheduled. No, they were like, you if well, you're Massachusetts, here, we're, too. We're yeah, going. I was going to say, I was going to say, it's also Massachusetts. So I'm sure they're just like, no, you got to drive in the snow. <laughs> Fucking figure this it is, out. This is what happened. I started the car, snow started to come down. I started crying. And the man said, why are you crying? And I said, I never drove in the snow before. And then he was like, it's okay. It's just like driving in the rain. And I said, I never drove in the rain before. And I just fully cried through my whole driver's test. Well, you got your but license. I, passed. I got Here my license. Are. Yeah. Anyway, go on. It started snowing. 
it was snowing when I woke up. And then I got, we got motivated. I got the stuff all packed up. I was like, literally thought to myself, it's just like driving in the rain. Right. <laughs> literally. Which I was is like, also hard. <laughs> it's not easy, but I was like, it'll be fine. It was fine. We went upstate. Now, um, in retrospect, a few things. Number one, <clears throat> I have one daughter who is like a natural baby whisperer who is a babysitter, who loves babies, who will, within seconds of seeing a baby at a party, befriends the baby, and then is like carrying said baby around the party for the rest of the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. That is not Cricket. <laughs> Cricks doesn't love a baby. Cricket does not love a baby. She does not love younger children. It is <laughs> kind of wild. And a thing that I like intellectually have known, but haven't really seen in practice too much. So I haven't really like actually <laughs> put this to the test, I guess, which I did because, you know, Michelle has two very small children. Yeah. Um, like four and one-ish. One yeah. One, a little over one. Yeah. Almost four, I think, are their ages. And, uh, and then on top of it, Matilda, who's, you know, a teen. the teenager, had her friend there with her for the weekend. So then I'm like, okay, so I have my friend, Michelle. Yeah. There are these babies here. Right. Matilda has her friend. And then it's just Cricket, like, and Gina. Right. Well, nope. Gina had Lucky, the, uh, Michelle's dog. Oh, you know? right. So. so everybody had a friend except for Cricks. I mean, yeah. Michelle's husband was there too. And I was a little bit like, well, I guess Tommy's her best friend now. <laughs> um, but she was just like, it just made me so sad. She really like, I saw her. She was just like, this is a nightmare. Like it was just not fun yes. for her. Yeah. So we were supposed to stay the whole, like, cause she doesn't have school today. So we were supposed to stay till today. Right. And two things happened. Number one, I've been like kind of stressed because I have a lot of, work, work, work coming I up. Have, yeah. I have to, but I, yeah, work, work I have coming up and work, work things that I like have to do. I have to actively do now because I'm on like a, now I have like a deadline of some things. Okay. Like yeah. writing things and anyway. um, And then Girls 5 Eva season three is coming out. So there's like lots of stuff that's about to start happening for that, like right. press and all kinds of things. Um. And I was starting to feel like Mark was getting home tonight at like 10. And I was starting to feel like panicked about the fact that like, I don't know, it just was whatever. So I was starting to feel that way. But then out of nowhere, Mark called to check in and was like, the meeting that he had had that was supposed to be on Monday, like on President's Day, was canceled. So he's like, should I just come home? Should I just come back to New York on Monday. And I was like, yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And then I really, Cricket was just like, 
so unhappy. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call it. We're just going to go back. So we only stayed one night, which was kind of a bummer for me and Michelle. But Cricket warmed up like towards the end. Well, when when there was an end in sight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Once she knew that it was like finite. Okay. Yeah. So we came back on Sunday. (laughs) We were just there one day. Um, And we came back on Sunday. And she was so happy to be home and like eat her own food and have the quiet. She's also a quiet kid. She is. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday, she slept in. She did not sleep great the night we were at the upstate. Um, yesterday, I let her sleep in and she really had the first, like, I felt like it was the first time she really slept like a teenager and it was making me kind of a little sad, but also it's like, it was cute too, but it, yeah, it's weird. Um, and I don't know why I went to the basement to look for something and I got so annoyed by the disorganization of stuff. Yeah. No, wait, it didn't start with the basement. It started with my pantry. Mm -hmm. It started with the pantry where I was like really annoyed by the disorganization in the pantry. Yeah. And I was like fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And I like went in and I went so hard. And also I have to say, I was like throwing, I have asked, I have, this is in the family home, which is shared. And I have asked Mark before, like, will you just like look at dates and throw things out? I did find some things that were like 2022. I just want to say. Sure. That I tossed. Yeah. But then once I was on this like tear. Yes. And then I did the refrigerator, of course. And then I went to the basement to look for something and I was like, it's on. And I reorganized and put away and like did the whole, like the entire basement. Wow. I know. It was crazy. It was really like some, something possessed me in like a very deep, deep way. Yeah. Where, and then I was just like, No one is allowed to put anything anywhere without checking with me first. No one is allowed to touch anything. Like, I just got, like, crazy because I'm like, I'm so... You became me. Is that what you do? Yes. Well, I have to say I get it. Because you did all the work to get it. Because I did all the fucking work. And I'm I'm not here for somebody to come in and just be like, oh, I guess I can just put this here. No, you can't. Doesn't right. go there. You know why? Because that disrespects what you need in life and it disrespects the time that you put in to implement the system. Yeah. Oh, there's that's a how I feel. That's when you're when you that's when you'll really be me. When you're like, you leaving this spoon here is disrespectful to me. Oh, I'm already there. I'm already there. <laughs> I'm already there. Yeah, no, I just was like. I am not, I can't live like this anymore. It's driving me fucking bonkers. Right. And I don't want like a bag 
put anywhere. I don't want, uh, I want you, you have a thing that you want to be put somewhere, leave it on the counter. I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm proud of you for organizing. Here's the thing about, did we talk about this last week on the podcast? I don't know. I'm so, I'm proud of you for having the motivation to organize. Like, I I feel like I always have the motivation. The energy to do it is another thing. And that is what, like, that is one of the things that is so special about you. Like, I was in awe of this. So if I talked about it last week, big fucking deal. I'm mentioning it again. Like we got home from your garage sale. It was exhausting. We had been standing all day. We had been talking to people all day. We hadn't rested for a minute. We went to your house, your to Casa Kismet to try to watch the Super Bowl. We couldn't figure out how to work the fucking television. So we had to watch snippets of the Super Bowl through a neighbor's window. We did mention that. Yeah. I just melted into a puddle on your sofa and like went catatonic and started just like looking at clips of the Super Bowl on my phone. You did not. You got up, unloaded a bookshelf and started painting the bookshelf. Just just like it was nothing. It just had to be done. But like the fact that at the end of that day, that was your nightcap, that was your relaxation was, it was... It was like speaking another language to me, like I, like a language I don't speak, and I admired I, it. Thank you. I do feel like I get into a zone sometimes where I'm like, we're just going to push through. Yeah. I feel like I was definitely in that, like, especially with the painting the bookshelf, but then yesterday with the with the organization, on, which is like... I don't even know how to describe how much, how, how insane it was. Um, but like, yeah, it literally was like, especially with painting the, that, the bookshelf thing I had like put off. And since you were here, well, that's that ADD thing of like having somebody to talk to while you do the thing you don't want to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you it have ADD, helpful. you know what I'm talking about, which is it's like... like body doubling. It's body doubling, right? Yeah. That's what it's called. And then also when I was in what high is that? Why is it called that? I don't, I don't get it. Because you're like double the bodies, I guess. is like. But it's not like I don't need somebody else to do the... I just need somebody there. No, you just need company there. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. When I was in high school also, I don't... It wasn't an ADD thing, but my friend was like a champion track and field uh especially in the field. She was a champion shot putter, discus thrower, and she was great at javelin too. She was like state national champion. Um, When she started to, and she was like a good kid, like a good kid, good grades, not a bad kid at all. But when she started to, like her interest started to flag a little bit in um, doing those things, the track and field coach came right to me and was like, will you join the track team to keep her company? Like, you don't have to be good at anything. You don't have to really try hard at anything. You'll get it on your transcripts. You'll get a letter. It's just the important thing is keeping her company and keeping her Mm. wanting to be here and interested. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, 
But then here's what happened. I did it. My friend, uh, I don't even know if she knew this. I think if she had been in on it, kind of, they, she probably would have been like, no, this is stupid or whatever. And I, di- I did want to be there. Like, I wanted to be there with my friend. And it was an interesting perspective to me to do something that I wasn't particularly good at. Like, I was like literal comic relief on the track team. Like, everything I did was like physical comedy. And so that was interesting because I generally only did things that I was good at. So it it was an interesting perspective. I had fun. I had fun hanging with my friend. It gave us time to be together. We got to travel together. I got to celebrate her wins while also like laughing at myself, which I think was a great experience for me. But then, but then that track coach who had recruited me left the program and we got a new track coach, a very militant woman who took track very seriously and did not agree with or agree to the premise of why I was there. And she was like, if you're going to be on the track team, you're going to be like a fully participating member of the track team. And I was like, listen, I'm just here to keep my discus throwing friend company and to comically throw a discus and like stick it upright in the ground. Like it's not supposed to land that way. And then the official bets me I could never do it again. And then I 100% do it again on my next throw. I'm not here to actually like help the team. I'm here to help the team by helping my friend be a winner. I'm not here to actually win anything myself. And she was like, you have to do your field events. Everybody who does field events also has to do a running event. That was part of her like trying to have track team integrity. So I was like, I'll try the 50-yard dash. I'm I'm not meant to run. I'm not that's not what I was put on earth for. So I would I was doing not the many fi- of us are, ma'am. Yeah. I'm just going to say. I was doing the 50-yard dash which I chose because it's like the shortest run. But then I was like also it doesn't really give you any time to be good at it. So you get when you get your ass kicked in the 50-yard dash, you really get it, like, immediately kicked. Like, I've never had such an immediate and repeated ass kicking by participating in the 50-yard dash. So anyway, I was like, I need to outsmart this lady who is just trying to, like, force a situation that's not going to happen. So I was like, signed up for the 50-yard dash at one meet, but then I was like, I'm a teenage girl. I'm going to sneak off to the bathroom Because, like, when a teenage girl sneaks off to the bathroom, you know, it could be for reasons. So I snuck off to the bathroom at our next track meet for the 50-yard dash. I came back after the 50-yard dash was over, and she was like, you missed your event. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, Oh, my God. Did I? I'm so sorry. I was in the bathroom because, like, of girl problems and... Wow, I'm so bummed that I missed the 50-yard dash. And she was like, that's okay. I signed you up for the hurdles, which I had literally never run or jumped over a hurdle in my life. And so I had to compete in, I think, 200-meter hurdles. I don't remember. It was a very long time, and it was a lot of failing. And uh, so anyway, my days were numbered. Um, on the track team, keeping my friend company. And that's that's kind of, that's the last thing I remember. That's kind of how it ended. I was made to run the hurdles in front of people. I mean, it just makes me think of that meme. <laughs> oh 
what mean? You know, I don't know of like that girl just like knocking down every <laughs> single one. Yeah. Like, but still trying. Yes. Still going. I had to finish. You I wanted to, to walk off in the middle, but I had to finish. But it was, I'm, listen, here's what I'm glad about. I'm glad that we didn't have phones with cameras at the time. And I'm glad that I'm not a meme that lives to this day because I'm sure it would have been viral and meme worthy had anyone recorded it. Anyway, body doubling. Body doubling is a, is a real thing. I didn't have it yesterday, but I had the fire in me. What um, did you do? Do you think it's going to stick? I think so. I think there's still like some more I can get accomplished at some point, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's more stuff that needs to find its rightful home and yeah. more stuff that needs to... Oh, but speaking of that, um, I just went over to Cure Thrift to say hi to Liz and um, we decided that like... Oh, so the raffle for the pig pot... Mm-hmm. is ending on Friday. Oh, it's exciting. Friday. Okay. So you still have um, a little time. You have a little time to enter. It's $10 to enter. All of the money is going to um, the National Network, of, National Network of Abortion Funds, which is amazing. Um, I probably will, you know, like I'm very excited to see who gets the pig pot. Me too. I do know that some people, like I've, Liz was telling me, I don't know, because it like goes through this, this thing, you know, this, she, her system. Yeah. But she's like, some people have spent more than $10. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. You up your, you buy more raffle tickets. Yeah. You up your chances. The pig pot's really cute. But then we were just talking because we were looking at the clothes, um, that are still left from the sale. That are yeah. But that also like some of the ones that we like had kept for to put online. Right. And we both just have been like overwhelmed and whatever. It doesn't matter. But then we were like, let's do a live this Friday and we'll do the raffle and then we'll and then we'll just sell on the live, we'll sell some of the clothes. Oh, exciting. That's gonna I be know. so fun. So I'll put it on my Instagram. But I wish I could come be, back. I know. <laughs> but I want it to be happy hour on the West Coast so that like People are off work. They have as good a chance to get stuff if like yes. the clothes and stuff if they if they if there's stuff that they want. I love it. So we're gonna do it at five p.m. Pacific. Oh, good. Eight p.m. here in New York. Oh, nice. Wherever okay. you live, figure it out. I'll I don't join know. It. I'll join it. So I but can but yeah, watch. five p.m. happy hour. We're gonna do some rosé and shopping. I think we should put like a screen up and I think I should try on the dresses for people. Yeah, I think that'd be so fun. Is that cute? Is yeah. that cute? Do we I like that, that idea? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I love and when then people I guess sell it, things live. Yeah, I guess I've never done it, obviously, and Liz, but Liz has. And so sure. she was like, yeah, we just do it. And like um, she has her like staff member, Anna, there. And she's like, and Anna will just like whoever they reach out and then the person sends the payment and then Liz sends the dress immediately. So... I love or it. Or pants or jacket or... Yeah. Whatever. whatever There's other things. Whatever There's other things. That's so There's exciting. also two other little pieces of pottery. Not a pig pot, guys. Not a pig pot. Some of my early work. <laughs> my early pottery work. Before pre-pig. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll do that in the Instagram live. But it'll probably be like 
probably an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be there all night, guys. Let's be real. Um, but I'm excited to do it. I think it'll be fun. And it'll That's... be fun to pull the like raffle winner live. So yes. if you've it's entered like the, the raffle, you can the tune New York in. State Lottery. It is. <laughs> it is exactly like that. That's very So exciting. similar. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I know. <laughs> so I think it'll be fun. And and then I was like just pulling more things to not like from that didn't sell that I was like, oh, I'm glad this didn't sell. <laughs> I'm taking this back. I'm taking this back. Really? You took some stuff back? Yeah, I kind of took a lot of stuff back. Wow. How many Well, not things? a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. How much? But mostly it was like kitchen stuff that I was like, oh, I could actually just use that. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Like the pizza oven, the Brevel pizza oven. Oh, okay. Brevel? 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 Yeah. Whatever. The pizza oven thing. Okay. Um, I did take that back. Okay. That's you're like gonna an get expensive into... thing. Yeah. You're going to make... Well, you pizzas? can just cook... Fr- you can just cook frozen pizza in there and just cook okay. it. Great. All right. Yeah. And Mark does cook pizza a lot. Okay. And um, and it's a good pizza oven. That's good. Yeah. And it's fun to have a pizza party with kids. Yeah. Pizza parties. Okay. I have to say, pizza parties are great. Yeah. And there's a couple, like, good tabletop pizza ovens, and I think that one is really good. Okay. Where are so you going to keep like, it? You feel like you have a good place to keep it? Yeah. It's living at Casa Kismet right now. Okay. But I'm going to see how I feel. Maybe I'll move it down to the house. Well, now the basement is like things have cracked open and there's like a whole kitchen overflow area that's going to, that I'm going to expand on a bit. Right. Um, But it's like sort of a continual process, right? Of like shedding. I I think of it as like, I think of it as like a gardening, you know, like for me, and I'm not an expert. I'm just going on. Okay. So you have the things that you want immediately available to you that you use every day. You want like a backstock of things that Mm -hmm. you don't use every day, Mm -hmm. but you want to A, know where they are and B, be able to easily access them. Yes. And then, and this is sort of parallel to that, you want to look at your space yes, that you have and your available spaces, and you want to think of like what each area is used for. We're going through this in this house right now continually, so it's really on my mind. You want to look at each space, like you want to look at your living room and be like, what do we want to do in this living room? What activities are happening here? Mm -hmm. And then what do we have to do to facilitate that? And then you have to like find a home for everything. And then sometimes I think the hard part is that for me, like I have more stuff than the space allows. And I think the harder part in this house is that we have four adults and we each have a little more stuff than this space allows. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of like trying to talk to each other respectfully, but also being like respectfully, your shit is taking up too much space and it needs to be moved elsewhere so that we can all take up an equal. But like right now, 
here's a good question for you. I know you know my house a little bit and you know the size of it. Mm -hmm. In our kitchen this week, we we put new floor down in the kitchen, right? We've been going room by room. Matt did a hell of a job removing the tile, the old ugly tile from the kitchen. <laughs> I, I texted Ashley, Nicole Black was like, what are you doing this weekend or something? And I was like, we're changing the floor out in the kitchen. And she was like, does it need to be changed or are you just trying to test your marriage? And I was like, I mean, for ugliness reasons, it needed to be changed. We're just doing the whole house. Like I've talked about the mess of the floors in the house. Most of the floors in the house needed to be changed. So we're changing all of the floors in the house so that it's all one like cohesive thing. Right. Which is like, Matt also, to, it's just a thing that you do. Like yeah. you have to, and it will help the value of the home. Exactly. Matt had to remove the tiles in the kitchen. And to do that, you know, you have to go under all the cabinets, go under all the appliances yeah. within reason. Like, but one thing we have in our kitchen is something that's known as the tamale cart. The owners who sold us the home, they made tamales every holiday and they had like a rolling cabinet. Like the kitchen doesn't have an island. It, they made like a rolling cabinet that was on wheels that they would take outdoors to make tamales for the holidays. And we were like, that's so nice. And we were like in love with the romance of like that tradition. I did ask the lady of the house if she would teach me to make tamales. And she was like, no. <laughs> um, so we haven't used it as a tamale cart, but it's been there. But the thing is, for the first time, this is like how, this is how brains work, right? For the first time, since we've lived in this house, we moved the tamale cart from where it was because we had to take up the floor. Yeah. The amount that that fucking hulking cabinet on wheels was taking up light and air from our kitchen <laughs> was insane. Like, you're like, wait a minute. What the fuck? It like, looks yeah. so much better without that thing in there. Oh my God, that's amazing. And so we were like, what are we using this for? And we realized Get rid of it. It, it's just a fucking catch-all. Like it's honestly Get like- rid of it. Full of candles, vases, and Bye. then people put shit on top. So we have to get rid of it. But now it's that psychological thing where we're like, okay, but we don't want to throw away the tamale But could cart. it go, wait, let me ask you a question. Yes. For real. Yes. Could it go in the backyard underneath the awning where honestly holding vases is not a bad idea? Right. Candles, well, the, no, because it's hot because like you don't want to put candles. Right. You're going to melt the candles. It, it's a possibility, but also I don't know because we don't want to put it right back in front of a window, just on the opposite side of a window, you know? Well, so no, no, we I'm would not, have to I like, would never suggest blocking a window, ma'am. Yeah. I'm just saying like, is there a wall of your home? outside in the backyard that it could like live and have like a new life. It's possible. It, it's as, possible. Because also sometimes like wood like that isn't outdoor can like weather in a cool way. We'll see. I mean, that's prior to having an atmospheric river ever every two weeks where... Yeah, it does seem like there's been a lot of rain. A lot that of houses true. falling down more hills here in... This time I looked, I saw that the houses that are in danger of collapsing are in Dana Point. There's three mansions on the edge of a cliff that's crumbling. Where is Dana Point? 
Is it in Malibu? I don't know. I, d- I only know it's Dana Point. I don't know where Dana Point is located. Because I don't I'm, remember if it's, I feel like it's like close. I feel like it's, I feel like it's Orange County now. It's possible. I'm but all I know now. is three, three mansions clinging to the edge of a cliff <sighs> and it's stressing <sighs> me out. I mean, probably stressing the people whose fucking mansions it is more than you. Yeah, it's south. It's like toward, it's toward San Diego. Oh, okay. I always, I always wonder, I was talking to Matt about it this morning. I always wonder if the person is like, oh, this is temporary. And this is like a flex of like, but this isn't going to be a generational home because of like erosion. Like it's like a waterfront property is always temporary. It's so true, but I don't think that people think that way when they are buying or per- even the richest of the richies like I, I still it. think they're I still think they're like well I also think that oh my god this is such like a weird thing to say but I do think that sometimes very very wealthy people exist in a world of like it can't happen to me right right like that their that their wealth would somehow prevent like natural disaster or that you could do something about it to fix it. Or you could do something when, about it. Yeah. Right. Like, this is I something mean, I'm so familiar with because of like, you know, being from Massachusetts and I, I've seen many a Cape Cod house fall into the ocean. You know, over over time. It just... that what ha- Is that a thing that happens in Massachusetts? I mean, sometimes, yeah. I've never even or like, like the Maritimes heard of about Canada. That. Like the Maritimes is brutal. The weather is brutal. I think that's where I learned like, you know, all of this is temporary. Like you can, you can try to build something to withstand the elements. It made me think of though, if I was an artiste and I had Mm -hmm. a lot of money, I I was telling Uh, Matt that that I- That's a contradiction in terms, but yeah. I know. Uh Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. If I was an artiste and I had a patron with a lot of money, I was like, it'd be interesting to- build an installation in one of these settings where you could keep moving it back, like take the front section and move it to the back and just keep moving it back Mm. over time, setting it back, setting it back, setting it back. Because it would be like such a, well, it would be also devastating, like a devastating um, commentary of how much we're losing ground on, you know, Global warming. On waterfront properties. But anyway, global warming. Base. Uh, base. Oh, base. I used my base luggage when we went upstate this weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's perfect. I literally used the weekender. <laughs> and it actually fit, it fit both Cricket and my clothing. It's Which so is amazing. Crazy. You know I what know. I love about the, when I was visiting you in New York, I have the mini convertible weekender. And so I was able to put my shoes in my personal item that I carried on the plane with me. I put a couple pairs of shoes in the bottom of it. But then because it's convertible, when I got to New York City, I was able to unzip the shoe compartment off the whole yes. thing and then just use the bag as like my day bag going back and forth. So it's, Multi-use really has me covered on a trip, and I just love it. Plus, Listen, I, it looks very cute. I have the little cute. matching bucket very hat yeah, that matches my bags. Cute. It's very cute. And I know that for so many people, travel anxiety is so real. I feel it. Yes. I have had it myself. Same. So, like, you want to just know that you have all your things. It's just literally 
the greatest. Base, in case you guys haven't listened before, was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Because as an actress, she was traveling a lot and she was like, I need to fit more pairs of shoes. How do I do this? And I want it to look cute. Right. But base has really thought of everything. Casey and I are obsessed, obsessed with our base luggage. You've heard us talk about it. We literally use it all the time, both of us. I love how smooth the wheels are. It's really, guys, we're telling you. Padded handle, built in. She's thought of everything. Built in scale to make sure it's the right weight. She's thought of everything. And all the shoulder bags and other bags have little trolley sleeves. So they slip over the handle of the rolly bag and you're not dumping your whole bag situation in the middle of the airport. It's truly perfect. And right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash best. Go to basetravel.com slash best for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash best. Okay, well, first of all, I talk about how much I love my Gina Bobina all the time. Everybody knows she is my third daughter. Um, <laughs> and I also you know, have two dogs who I love very much, though I would question how much they love me, but doesn't I matter. Love them. I love you them. love them so much. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's pet is one of a kind. And also the journey that your pet takes is also unique to them. And cats, too. Yeah. Um, Sometimes cats and dogs are a little too good at getting into trouble, which I have experienced. My boy cat had to, like, kept eating sponges. Yeah. And he had lots of, he had to have stomach surgery. And and that was unexpected. And it was the expensive. And you remember when the girls got into my sexually explicit chocolate. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is why we're really thrilled <laughs> to bring this new advertiser to you. It's ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. Insurance for your pet. Like, yeah. honestly, guys, <laughs> there's nothing worse. And I've, I've like been there. Right. I've seen it in waiting rooms where the dog needs this thing. And you're like, wait, what? But... Um, ASPCA Pet Health Insurance has a program. It offers customizable, perfect timing, Gina, <laughs> accident and illness plans, which makes it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for 18 years, over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during this time. You can customize the plan because vet bills really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's just unbelievable. So it's really easy. You use their app to submit a claim and you receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly to your bank account. So highly recommend you explore it and to explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash busy. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash busy. Again, ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash busy. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or a United States Fire Insurance Company. 
and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. Also, like people can't get in. It's like the same thing that was that's been happening. You know, I have friends in South Carolina, of course, who have houses that are like close to the water, not even beach, like oceanfront, but just like yeah. close to the water. Yeah. And insurance is just like, insurance companies now are just like in the Hollywood Hills with the fire. We've talked about this before. Yes. But like when you're close to water now, they're like, shrug emoji. Sorry, you're on your own, bitch. Bye. Right. Like they're just not insuring people, which is right. also insane because like when people pay in for their entire lives to insurance. And then like, that's the whole point, right? Like, right. And then to have them just decide like, oh, actually it just doesn't make sense for us to cover this anymore because we just can't. So right. we're not going Which to. Which is happening so much here in Los Angeles. I know it's also happening in Florida with uh, not just property, but cars. I like I've mean? had I've had friends who their car insurance has been canceled even because though they're why? like I don't know but I'm for guessing in what, what I don't even understand that like for I'm guessing probably because they're like calling it on like an aging population and they're like yeah we're not going to insure older drivers anymore like once you get past 50 go to Oh they're just else. like yeah we just it's not worth it to us yeah right. we don't right. yeah we're not that's Jesus. that's who we have to have on next. We have to the points guy caused a huge sensation with our listeners. I can't even tell you the points guy. I went on a field trip last week, and the last like ten minutes of the bus ride back, I had half of the fifth grade and three mothers. No, the kids, <laughs> me. but I did have the moms that were the chaperones. I was like they were wrapped listening yeah. to me. And like, just so you know, guys, I literally called my own business managers and we're like, I got to change everything about how we're, do- <laughs> how we're doing this here. I, I need, Do you I need feel all comfortable new- saying what you did? Did you get new cards? Did you, what did you do? You don't yeah, have well, to I, Well, I, no, I did get, I am getting new cards because okay. I feel like I had really put my eggs into a, a domestic airline basket that I now know. It's right. not, she's not, you know what? It's a metaphor for my dating. It really is. <laughs> I went with something that was familiar to me, but it's right. not going to give me the return that I'm looking for now. I'm a different fucking person. Yes. I am a changed woman. Yes. I need those points to work for me. I need them to be able to go where I need to go and give me the kind of treatment that I deserve. <laughs> Which is first fucking class, bitch. Not this fucking bullshit, weak ass, only on your time, motherfucker. No. Yeah. It's not on your terms. It's not on your time. We can negotiate it. I'm open. I'm flexible. But I need you to be flexible, too. You're asking for a a return on your investment. Yes. Same with the fucking bros. Guys, I've put a lot of work into her. She is amazing. (laughs) She has never been hotter, more successful or better at sex. Like, you know what I mean? You're just... Fucking show up with your, you know, 100%. Your best offer. With your fucking four points per dollar offer. 
That's all I'm looking for. I'm just looking for someone who's like, I understand, I respect, I see, and I'm going to, I'm going to be commensurate to what you're putting out. I'm going to give you four points, four times points on your investment in who you are. Also going to throw away some expired stuff in the fridge if I see it when I'm at your place. (laughs) I don't even need that. No. You know, I, I don't, I'm good with, I'm fine with that. I'm just like, I, I mean, just some fucking respect. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think it's like, I think it's such a good metaphor for all of life. It also was like, and I say this with love, it really, the reactions were great for the most part and positive for the most part. There were some people who were like, I still find it confusing. And I was like, I get it. That's why I wanted to talk to Brian about like the psychological aspect. I think the confusingness is intimidation. Like it is Mm. unfamiliar. It's not ground that you've, you've tread on before. So you get confused because you're nervous and you're nervous to like, it it reminds me of like when my, we first got a microwave and my grandmother wouldn't push any of the buttons. So mm-hmm. She would like call me over to microwave things for her. I mean, you your know? grandma may, may have been right. Like we might not have, <laughs> we maybe shouldn't have been, you know, zapping all of our meat in like plastic containers in the microwave. But, she what, probably but whatever. Was right. You know what I mean? She probably, she probably was, was right. right. But like, I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to who have revealed to me of you guys, all, all different areas of my life, all different areas of my life, who've revealed to me things like, oh, you know what? I actually know that I have like 3 million American Express points. I just like, I like really don't know what to do or how to use them. I was like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Like lost, more than once have lost my mind on some people this past week. Oh my gosh. Post point sky revelation. But I really do feel that, that the, I really, it's interesting now that we're talking about it, that the metaphor of like, that I was like using like an old system that really it hasn't been serving me Yeah, in my new, and, and I'm a new person and I want to be different and like I am different and I have yeah. different things to put forth in the world. Anyway, I don't know what it is for you guys, if it's dating or... If not, but definitely I'm getting rid of that like single points to a domestic airline card because that domestic airline doesn't give a fuck about me. Yeah. Well, I have things I want to say about this. The first is I was kind of on top of my Amex points and Amex, green Amex, as I admitted last week, was the only thing that we were using as like a charge card. And I want to remind people because some people didn't hear this part. Brian said... You pay it off every month maniacally. So you're not incurring those interest charges because otherwise that would undo all of the value that you're getting for the points. And so we just use that charge card for our day-to-day cash. Here's the terms that drove it home for me. I've talked on this podcast about when we redid our bathroom, we bought a fancy Japanese toilet with American Express points. What I now know is that had I gotten a gold card all those years ago, I could have four fancy Japanese toilets (laughs) if I wanted. (laughs) It's not a lot, but it's three more Japanese toilets than I have. I mean, I can't even explain to you. Like, I'm 
It really did change my life. And I'm proselytizing, proselytizing is one of my favorite words that I can't say. I'm really bad at saying that word and I do it's say it. It's hard to say. It's unnecessarily Proselytizing, proselytizing. 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 Whatever. I'm proselytizing that points guy, Brian, Kelly, to anyone who I talk to for longer than one and a half minutes. Yeah. Like, this last week has been wild. Like I've convinced millions of people to get a gold <laughs> we, card. So, I mean, Four so many. for food? It's amazing. It, oh we my God, wait. It. Also, I had this like breakfast with a with this lady, like a business. Like I had a business breakfast. A business I'm breakfast? a business woman. Making moves, making moves. And, um, and there were these like so cute. It was like end of fashion week. I don't know what these kids did. They were probably in their like late 20s, early 30s, but like yeah. they definitely looked like a fashion-y vibe. It was at the Crosby Hotels. So it felt like they were like in town. Yeah. They were so good looking, but also like looked like they hadn't showered and they were just like <laughs> wearing like like she was wearing like just this like oversized bomber jacket that looked like she was like swimming in it. Yeah. And her hair was like bad. I don't know. Just they had the vibe, right? They had the vibe. But anyway, the bill came and the woman that I was eating with was like, I got this, please. Like, you know, this is on me. And, and I was like, wait, do you have the American Express gold card? <laughs> And then she was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just going to put down my plan and blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, oh, it's so interesting because I had the points guy on. And the the kids that were sitting next to us were getting up. And the dude is like, are you talking about four points for all restaurants, food, and groceries on American <laughs> Express Gold? Yeah, obviously. I always whip out the gold, baby. It's the only way to pay when you're in a restaurant. And I was like... I'm obsessed with you. I don't know who oh the fuck my you are, but God. I'm obsessed with you. But it was so funny. He was like, like a plant or something. Like he was like to back me up because I. Could I know tell she's like, this, is this a commercial? Like a, no, she was like a fancy business lady, and I could tell that she was looking at me. Like, first of all, you know me. I can never not be me. So like, yeah, maybe it was a weird thing to say to the fancy business lady who I was like having a breakfast with, and when she pulled out her platinum, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> But then I felt so immediately validated by our, by like, this super cool friends. Fashionable youngster. Yes. Who, who was just like, he was like, sorry to interrupt. It's just uh, like, I'm all about those points. And I was like, oh, oh my God, God, I am obsessed. Yeah. That is hilarious. So the kids are all right, is all I'm saying. Yeah. They're they're working the system. And, you know, um, I'm encouraged by it because, like, I don't spend, uh, I, I'm not a big spender. Like, I live within my means, I think, for the most part. I try to. And I'm pretty frugal. But I'm just, I'm excited to, like, get some returns on that. And it will grow eventually. And if I don't touch it for, like, four, five, six years, okay, then maybe I can take a cool trip in five years or something. As I said to you, uh, our friend Simran texted us about the point sky. Uh, more response to that episode than any other episode. Yeah. It's, uh, it's real. It's real. I said that I'm determined to take a trip to celebrate our 25th anniversary, even if it takes us to our 30th anniversary. And it might, but 
I'm try- I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I would have Thanks Brian to- Kelly like look at your points and break it down. I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like he's got some. He's got also all those those other sites that like max my points and yes. all that stuff is like really helpful too. I don't know. Yes. I loved it. It was like I- I'm I'm. He's got a. Fa- I'll do. I, he's got a fan for life in me. I'm still t- still hyped on it. Still talking still about it. Still hyped. Yeah, it I'm was the hyped. most like we got so much traffic on the Substack because we put up a transcript of what he said. So you don't have to write everything down. You could just go through the transcript and get all of his recommendations. It was uh, or if you, you're me, you write everything down. You did write everything down. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was good stuff. It was was great stuff. It was great. It was good stuff. stuff. I'm my Um, Amex Gold is coming in the mail today. Oh, good. Oh, mine should be here any second. I also have to get a uh, Mark, I got to get him on the on the train. He's on board. He's excited about it. He's just um, he listened to the episode as well. Um. You know, here's we're just he's got to get the he's going to be the referral. We got to refer everyone's. Yeah, you know. we got to refer. That's what I, I'm excited to do. My Guys, referrals. Get into that group, group chat, refer each other. <laughs> get those referral points. And then then I have to apply for whatever one he said was good for day to day non-food purchases. What was the that? Chase Sapphire I, Reserve? The Chase Sapphire oh, Reserve. Yeah, already, already that's on my list. But for um, some reason, psychologically, I could only do one at a time. So I'm getting the gold card and then I'll get the Chase Sapphire Reserve next because I need to buy a Ruggable to put on my new floor. You like Ruggable, right? Not a podcast yes. sponsor, but you love Ruggables, they right? They should be. Why have they not been? Ruggable. Ruggable, where are you at? Where are you at, Carl? Busy loves your rugs. I'm going to get a ruggable to put under my dining room table once we put I the new floor just down. So, they're so like, they're just great, especially if you have pets or children, small children. Yeah. And Which, now they're like getting, like, I was on board with ruggable early, or I was an early adopter of yeah. ruggables um, when we first moved here. And it just like occurred to me, like, how much mud every, I, every being was tracking into our rental homes. And I was right. like, I'm, I'm not losing my security deposit. I'm going to buy these ruggables and like throw them over every surface um, because you can just throw it into the washing machine, which is incredible. When um, you have a washing machine, which we haven't for the past week. No, no, what happened? It broke. Both our washer and our dryer were broken. Oh, and did they get fixed or do you need new ones? Because they always been, do that. They break at the same time. Yeah, they've been repaired, but then uh, I guess apparently my family ruined the suspension by putting too much clothes in the washer on our washer. So we have to wait for that to be fixed. Oh my God. Like Emily Beebe's washing machine is so weird. And I was like, babe, like, I think you can just call someone and have it fixed. And she's like, I know, but it's been like that since I got it. And I was like, (laughs) right. So I think that you definitely should have somebody come fix it. Where it's like, she has to put it's like she has like it's like a certain amount has to go into the washer it can't be too much or too little otherwise oh <laughs> you have to like, like a weigh disaster. it I don't know it's just like really it's really funny like it's just yeah. oh my god I will say yeah that and it m- makes that horrible noise it like it yes that's because probably possibly I don't know I'm not an expert 
This was the least strange repairman we've ever had in our history of living in Los Angeles. He was so great. He was so considerate. But what was great is like he was like the doctor house of washing machines. So like he fixed the the washing machine needed a new pump. The dryer needed a new heating element. It just so happened that they both needed that at the same time. They went on the fritz at the same time. So he it's did not, both. It's always, it always feels, it doesn't feel like it's just I feel so like happened. So, I feel sorry. like someone in a factory like is like checks the calendar and he's like, oh, it's time to blow up the Debenhams washer dryer and it like presses a button and then. But that's the way it always works with appliances. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just is Agreed. weird. Agreed. It's like three days after your 10-year warranty is like out. Agreed. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Now, yeah. Anyway, he he fixed everything and then I put in a celebratory load of laundry, but then it had started, it started making a weird noise during the spin cycle. And so we called him back and so he was just showing how it has a suspension system like a car and... Uh, how he didn't notice it during his tests because, like, he wasn't testing an oversized load of laundry, obviously. But, uh, you know, if the suspension system goes, then the drum of the washer, like, bangs around and grinds up against the inside of your washer. So he actually showed me, like, inside where it was scraping up against. So he had to order a new suspension system for my washing machine. It's really... It's really wild. It's really wild. Like, I probably could have bought a new washer dryer, I guess, for like slightly more than we're paying to get well, these fixed. But that's the thing that is also so weird. Like, I don't understand what happened to <laughs> appliances in the last 50 years or whatever. I don't know, because I feel like you would have like the washer dryer and yeah, you would just pay for it to be fixed and then it would be fixed and be fine and then you wouldn't have any issues with it for a million years like when we were kids, right? Like 15 years at minimum. At least. And yeah. then now it does feel like every five years you're like, well, five it's years. done. Need a it's new done. One. And they're like, and, you know, and then they're like, and for $300 more, you can just get a brand new washer dryer and you should probably just do that because then it'll be brand new. And it's like, I hate it because it but goes I don't against want to. It's so wasteful. Right. Right. And it's like, well, I have been thinking so much about one of your favorite phrases recently, like conditions must be perfect. Mm. Like, I don't want a new thing. I want the washer dryer that I picked out because like, even if I get a new thing... Now, it's going to be different. It's not going to fit the same. It's going to work differently. I literally busy this washer dryer, and I don't think I ever have talked about this. One of my biggest regrets is we got this washer dryer because we have a small laundry room and only this one. And of course, it's fucking more expensive to get the smaller washer dryer that fits in your laundry room than it would be to get like the giant American hulking washing machine. One of my biggest regrets though was when I bought the washer dryer, I didn't buy the pedestals to go underneath it, oh, the drawers. Then the fucking washer-dryer company stopped making the pedestals. They continued making the washer-dryer, but not the pedestals. And so... Wait, can you find it on eBay? That is the thing. They're so popular and so in demand, you could not find this... You couldn't find them anywhere. And of course, I decided I wanted them after they stopped making them. 
It was a hunt like you would not believe. I had a dryer pedestal for so long. I had one reserved at this one place. And they were like, if we ever get a hold of a washer one, we'll let you know. And I was like, where are you going to fucking get a hold of a discontinued washer pedestal? It took like, I'm not even joking. I think it took two years for this. But you got them? Finally got them. And so like, I'm never letting these fucking washer dryer pedestals go. I have to keep this washer dryer alive because pe- it's only that washer dryer that fits on top of those specific pedestals. So I can't, I can't change course now. I can't change course now. I need to be really nice to this repairman and make sure that this washer dryer works forever. It's I my only, really, I hear it. It's the only course of action. But I, I wanted to put up wallpaper in, I got super cute wallpaper that you gave me advice on helping me pick the scale of the pattern. And Did I wanted work? to, I like it. I haven't put it up yet because I'm like, I just want to get the washer dryer fixed first before, again, conditions must be perfect. Like that's the way my brain works. I'm like, I'm not putting up wallpaper in a room where- I get it. Like we the, don't know. Exactly. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. So anyway, that's what's next on my agenda. But my entire house is covered in dust. So that's really what's next on my agenda. Because wallpaper, if you put up wallpaper on dusty walls, it's just going to fall right down. But I'm trying to channel you because you wallpaper like a fucking demon. Yeah, I do. But also, you're right, though. The walls have to be not... You have to wipe down before you paint too. I had had to wipe down these cabinets or whatever bookcases. They look so cute, pink. They do look really good. You made a good choice. You made a good choice. I know. Um, wait, I have to pee really bad. Go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. We'll play a commercial. Oh, Helix. Do you know what I want? I want to be sleeping on your bed. (laughs) Is that a good one? Yes, I love it. I love it. I get so excited when people hit us up in the DMs on Instagram asking for the Helix code because I'm excited that people are getting new mattresses. I'm so happy for them. It's going to change their life. Oh my God, same, same, same. Listen, (laughs) this is, Fantastic for you, fantastic for us. Casey and I, as you know, have been big fans of the Helix mattresses, our sleep experiences on our Helix mattresses for the last several, several years. It's why we continue to partner with them because we love talking about how good sleep can change your life and how sometimes you think you're like going through some moment in time and then you just get a new mattress and you're like, oh, it was just the mattress. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, it's just my mattress. Oh, and actually my hands aren't numb all the time. I guarantee probably 80% of you that we're talking to out there, if you thought about when was the last time you replaced your mattress, mm-hmm. it's probably time. Look, everyone's unique. Everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has many different mattress models to choose from. They're all designed for very specific sleep positions and feel preferences. They've got memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief. You take a little quiz. They'll tell you what they think your best match is. And then you can order it. It's delivered right to your door. 
It comes with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. Yeah. And, and if you it have turns out 100 that it's, nights, I was going to try gonna it. say 100 nights. That's months. That's months, guys. This is months. It's almost <laughs> it's about three months. It's over three months? Almost over months? three months. It's yeah. over three months. All right. There's no reason for you not to try out a new mattress. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired magazine. It's recommended by leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine. But also, just like, honestly, Casey and I really love ours. We really do. And you're going to love it too. And you're going to love it too. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you, our cute listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash best and use code helixpartner20. This is the best offer. It's not going to last long. With Helix, better sleep starts right now. Okay, hungry root, get into my tummy. <laughs> um, guys, Hungry Roots incredible. Hungry Root is like grocery shopping, meal prep, planning, all in one. It all comes one. to your door. It's so easy. They've got unbelievable snacks, things that will make your children happy. They have things that will make you happy. They've well, got you're lots. trying to do an anti-inflammatory eating program, right? Yeah, I'm trying to keep it. In within reason, yes, anti-inflammatory. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you what Hungry Root's been helping me with so much? Yeah. I want to get more vegetables in my diet, which I talk about all the time. The thing is I fall into the salad rut. Like salad yeah, yeah. is the only vegetables. And it's been sure. so cold here that I don't want to eat a salad. And so I'm skipping vegetables. Hungry Root is helping me get vegetables into my diet with really hearty vegetable forward recipes vegetable that forward. are warm I can't believe you just said vegetable salad. forward recipes, but I, <laughs> but I appreciate it. I hear you. No, I know. Same. I had like really good green beans that I put in this like chicken tikka marsala thing that I got from Hungry Root as well. And like... Delicious. Yeah, it was amazing. And then the green beans just like added to it. It was incredible. And it saved me time and it saves me money. And Hungry Root is not just our partner here. It's our partner in living healthy and <laughs> is definitely kind of like the easiest way to get fresh, high quality groceries, simple recipes delivered to your door. Again, there's a quiz if you want to take a quiz, which we love a quiz. And then they build you a personalized cart with your grocery needs. And, and you can make little recipes. To it. You can tweak it. Guys, we love Hungry Root because everything from Hungry Root follows a very simple standard. It's got to taste good. It's got to be quick to make. And it's got to contain whole trusted ingredients. So why not you give it a try? Right now, Hungry Root is offering Busy Phillips is doing her best listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash busy to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash busy. Don't forget to use our link so that they know that we are the ones that sent you. Interesting. What's interesting? The proliferation of weird flies continues. <laughs> Why are there flies now? No. 
again, it's like you're it's you're turning into something new, right? What was it? <laughs> what was it? you got? What was it? Probably. I think that whenever you look up the symbolism of something, it it's kind of always a symbol of like metamorphosis, right? No, sometimes it's like harbinger of terrible things to come. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. Michelle gave what? me my Christmas present that she's been that she's had forever. Yeah. Well, it's not that long. I mean, it's February. Yeah. We just hadn't had a chance to you hadn't, see yeah. each other. It happens. Well, we have seen each other, but for whatever reason we didn't give each other or I gave her present I, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, I know, because it's like, it's like a whole special thing. I want to show it to you. Hold on. Yeah, I want to see it. I will say, a lot of people say I'm a really hard person to shop for. True. Yeah. But, like, friends that get me, like, fucking get me. Like, that Flocko, you gave me this really cool, like, Flocko painting, print, drawing. Yeah. That was really special. And, like, sometimes I have... I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like, to me, I feel like I'm the easiest person to shop for. It's about listening, right? That's Honey, what I... It's always that, about listening. I felt very heard by my family's gifts this holiday season. And the fact that, like, yeah, well, we know about my son making It's a Wonderful Life action figures, which kind of like combined his interest in art and action figures and sculpture and our shared interest of It's a Wonderful Life. But also my other son hunting down those drawer pulls that I had been looking for for so long. That's like so nice. Felt very heard. So you are hard to buy for in some respects, but in other respects, I feel like there's clues there that like, you know, and yeah, by the I way, also, did like, you see that Instagram post of that adorable girl who got the chair in Ireland of the I chair? Did. Wasn't she so cute? Yeah. <laughs> Her review, anyway. If you um, I think I think we shared it on the um Busy Phillips is doing her best uh Instagram account stories. Uh, a woman in Ireland, a woman, not a girl, uh got the ADHD chair sent to Ireland and had like a really cute review of it and I loved her and I loved it and it looked great. I think I do need to get that chair. Hypersong meditation chair in case I you're do looking. Think I do think I probably need to get that chair. I I'd be interested to hear your take on it. I want to I want to get your review on it. Anyway, what is Michelle's gift? All right. So, first of all, she gave me these really cool tarot cards by Cat Pierce. These. Have you oh, seen this woman's beautiful. art before? No, but I like it. I really like it. I do too. Actually, I haven't even opened the tarot cards yet. Well, to be fair, I just got them the other day. Yeah. Um, what is that noise? Just sawing. There's just some sawing happening. Oh, I thought it was like someone singing. And I, was like, what I is think that? it's like That's a power so saw. I think you're right. And then here's the gift. And I guess she like had through a friend got like met Cat Pierce. And so she like painted for me. 
Oh. I mean, it's almost like literally like my own tarot card, sort of, in a way. It's gorgeous. But it's like a portrait of me, Birdie, Cricket, and Gina. But it oh. feels, and there's like pennies. Like, do you see the pennies all yes. around us? And like, um, and then around the edge of it, it says, listen, I love you, joy is coming. Oh. Which is, you know, from yeah. that poem that I love. Is it to the woman crying uncontrollably in the stall next to me? Yes. Listen, I love you, joy is coming. It's gorgeous. Um, That's so beautiful. I know. So I know. Aww, I, I love it. I think it's I really special. It. Yeah, that's a real keeper. It's so you. I feel like I feel like a lot of times it's hard to cap like in watercolors and paintings and like paintings of specific people. Sometimes it's like hard to capture the person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're yes. Like, you can be, like, technically perfect. Right. But you're, like, something's off. And right. it, to me, feels like, yeah, because there's another piece of a person, right, that sometimes is not visible to the the eye. Even not sometimes really. I think, like, a can't, like, well, that's why we feel so weird about photographs of ourselves because a camera doesn't see things the way that our eye sees things and capturing like a still moment in time doesn't always reflect like what that person even really looks like or, or what it is to behold them, you know? I also have been thinking that I think we should start recording the podcast and putting it on YouTube. Really? I do. Interesting. Okay. Because I think people, I was talking to someone and they were saying to me, like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast. You know, I really only listen to podcasts on YouTube. And I'm like, what? Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do they do they watch the video or do they just listen? Unclear. I don't know. I didn't get, like, a lot of, like, it wasn't, I don't know. But it's just, an, it's just like, I think a lot of people like listening to things on YouTube. Yeah. And watching. Yeah. Would it make you, do you, would you not want to do it? Does it make you feel uncomfortable? I don't no, think guests give a fuck. You don't I think, think they so? did in the beginning of like but when now, we started this podcast, but now everybody has a fucking podcast and every time they're like, oh, I assume you're recording the video of this so that you can like put it on YouTube. Right, right. Yeah. Like sometimes people do still specifically ask, they usually ask, but nobody ever says no, they wouldn't come on if, the video would be used. But that being said, we always say we don't use the video. So it might, we might get some no's back, but maybe I we don't, don't have to. Know. Who knows? Maybe we don't I have actually to. actually don't know every, anymore. I think everybody, yeah. I think like people, I think that from when we started this podcast to now, yeah. it's like all different. And people, even people's like awareness, I, I, I'm talking about like guests, people yeah. who would be guests who don't have their own podcast, like even their awareness of, um, like what it is is right. it feels different, right? Yeah, like in our early right. days, people are like, "Sweet, so how would people listen to this?" Right, right, right. And it's not like we started a podcast like uh, so long ago, but like really, it wasn't. It seems crazy. Like the, it just keeps growing. I mean, everything. 
everything. The, the world. And, and changing the way that people consume things is different and changes all the time. So like guys, that. we want to hear from you. Should we put yeah. this on YouTube? You let us know what you think. Yeah. Or what do you feel could, like about that? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, it's something to look into and figure out. I think people would like it. I'm gonna eat these crackers. I realize that it's. <laughs> I realize that I haven't eaten anything. It's 3 p.m. and I'm meeting Jen for dinner before we see Sarah Paulson's play, and I'm gonna be like, show up and be like so starving. I'm gonna pass out, and then that's a bad place to be. Nobody wants that. Mom, re- I'm not meeting her for a couple hours, but right. But is this annoying? <laughs> to some people, I'm sure it's exciting. <laughs> And to well, other people, this away. you guys, these I crackers like- are too loud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm putting the kibosh on the crackers. Let me take <laughs> them away. I don't want them to go bad. I'm not not bad, but I don't want them to like. I'll be right back. <laughs> I apologize. My bad. <laughs> crackers are too loud. I really wanted a Coca Cola. It doesn't happen. What? How come? You just nobody what? would help you get a Coca Cola. Well, I don't know. Uh, here's something that I feel like people will want us to talk about, and I'm shocked that I didn't text you about it. But that article in the cut about the financial expert being scammed out of $50,000. I read like the first two paragraphs, and I was like, ma'am, what? No. And listen, no. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at the situation. I'm not laughing at her. I'm sorry that happened to her. I hope she earns somehow $50,000 back from like the subsequent publicity. Although I think she's made it hard for her to do her chosen profession of being a financial advisor. I'm laughing at the situation. Scams have become increasingly more sophisticated, but. I'm just I'm just going to throw this out there. If anyone's ever asking you to put cash in a box and meet them on the street to it's probably a scam. It's hang up. H- hang up. They'll if it's really the CIA or whatever, they'll call you back, but it's not. The CIA no, is never going to No, you call them. Yeah. But well, she was like, I took down the number and called them. It's like, oh my god! But also, like the fact that like it's also crazy. It's and also as someone who's tried to take like more than two thousand dollars out of the bank at one time, I've never been allowed to. So I just if if the bank gave her fifty thousand dollars, I wish someone at the bank had been like, "Are you okay? Like what?" do you need me to press the robbery button? Or, what? like, are you about to be robbed? What yeah. is... I know that's not the bank's I business or like, whatever. But, right. No, it isn't. But I also, like, very confused. Like, here's what I'm going to say. Anyone could tell me not to tell Mark a thing. And we're divorced. Right. And I would be like, Mark, you're never going to fucking believe what happened. Do you know what I mean? You have like, it's like, there's no way that I would, and she was married. Yes. And was, 
And the way that she describes it is like that they're like, you cannot tell your husband, you cannot tell your family members, you cannot tell. Oh, bitch. No, no, no. The first, like, the first thing, unless someone ever says to me specifically, it's like, if it's like gossip about their own personal life. Right. And they're like, please don't tell who you're, you know, the person you're in a relationship with or Mark because, like, I'm embarrassed by this thing. Right. That's one thing. But, like, if I got a call from somebody saying that they were in the CIA and, like, my... What was it? that? What was the whole scam? What was the scam? Just that you're... That, oh, her identity had been stolen. Right. Right. I mean, like, the first call that you make is, like, to your spouse. And then the second call is to your lawyers. And you're like, this person is doing this thing I don't understand. Is this real? Can you help me? I, I mean, lawyer, like anyone who says to you, that's the you other thing that's so crazy. Anyone. Well, the, also like the lawyer thing. Like, even if you're a person, by the way, I realize I have lawyers. Casey has lawyers specifically because of the jobs we do. Like, right. we have lawyers because right. they do our deals and they help us, right? I understand because I have like friends and family who do not have. Right. Like a lawyer on speed dial, right? Like I right. get that. Right. I'm just saying there's someone that you can call. Some and by the way, you can call and by the way, honestly, you can call any fucking lawyer. Yeah. Because just lawyers to, just well, to ask. lawyers have yeah, because lawyers also have um what is that thing called? It's like uh, like, you pro, know pro bono. No, no, not that. Well, first of all, they answer any question, right? Like they can, or they a lot of them do because they never yeah. know when it's gonna when there's gonna be money in it for them, right? right. When That's it's like gonna turn it. out to be something, right? But then also they have um, like attorney client privileges, so yeah. like it's already con. It's like a therapist or something. Like it's already going to be confidential, like right. So a lawyer can't be like even if you had a friend that was a lawyer and you could say like, can I talk to you as a as a lawyer, not my friend, right? For one second. And you tell them, like, they're not going to be, like, gossiping about you and what an idiot right. you are that you thought right. that this scam was real. I just feel like, and this is something that, like, I do in my life. Like, if something seems weird or fishy, like, and I know this probably isn't great advice, but, like, just hang up. Just, just a hundred like just hang that. Yeah, get out of there. But that's like the thing. But this is the thing that we've been talking about. We talk about on this podcast all the time. It's your gut. Yeah, like it's people who are not in touch with their gut or who have been taught so much that their gut is wrong and that they're yes. like they don't know what's right or what's yes. best. And like I guarantee you. I can't remember because I, like I said, I only read the first part of that article and then I was just like, oh man, this is yeah. just so sad. It's wild. Um, and ridiculous. Uh, I can't remember if she says that at, one, at that at any point she had like a feeling that she pushed down. But like, to me, that's like just a sadder indictment of a person who like has decided long ago that, like, that little voice inside of them doesn't have any business talking. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I have just been thinking so much about the whole situation and, whoo, I really, I mean, I feel for anyone and, like, as we know, scams are getting more sophisticated and anyone could be a victim of a scam, I just feel like here's what I learned actually through the death of my mom. 
if you if something looks weird, just don't respond to it. If it's legit, they'll hit you back. Like if you owe someone money for something, they'll get back in touch with you. You know, or or like if someone's talking weird nonsense, you can or j- something that doesn't make sense, just say like I can't talk right now and hang up. If it's a scammer, hopefully they're gonna be like, "Oh, that person like got wise to like what we were doing and so hopefully that would shake their faith in what they were doing a little bit and they'd move on from you not that you want them to move on to anyone else but if it's someone legit they'll call you back <laughs> like and maybe in the in this case the scammer would have called her back and like continued to pursue it i don't the details. It was very stressful to me reading this, but uh, but yeah, the 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 thing that I learned, the only thing that you can't kind of like put off is taxes. Like, <laughs> like if you leave your taxes in arrears, that's where there can be some like real consequences. So you have to like pay attention. But if it's like some kind of like weird identity theft, like charge for some amount of money. And again, like it's with these big companies, credit card companies or whatever, like they have systems in place to resolve that. They, if it's legit, they'll get back in touch. Don't worry. They know where to find you. I also like just full disclosure. I think I can talk about this. I think it's been a long time. I have been contacted by the FBI before. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I, because my, uh, because I was like hacked into. Right. Uh, years ago. Right. And, you know, that did happen. I was contacted and they made it, it was like undeniably legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like, even remember now at the point, like how it was undeniable. It was like, oh, it was verified through like like other source, like other people too, right? That like this was the officer, right? And my lawyer, like everybody, everyone was involved. Yeah. So, yeah. but but the initial thing was was, yeah, was crazy when they called me. That was crazy. Whew. I don't know that that was the that was the main character on the internet this week. I feel like is is that lady getting scammed out of a box of fifty thousand dollars. I feel like there were lots of main characters. Who else? Who was the main character for you? I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to the internet. <laughs> that's good. That's. I mean, I think that's that's for the best. Yeah, that's for the I best. Sort of, just not. You're still, really. you're still heavily into meme consumption. I do love that, my you're, memes. You're in I that. I do think you know it's it is it's becoming that thing like that happened to me when I played played Candy Crush a lot. Like when I close my <laughs> eyes, I can see memes. Sometimes yes. when I'm doing something, I see the meme over the thing that I'm doing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, well. All right. I'm just living in this memeified world right now. That's okay. <laughs> All right. It's keeping it's keeping my brain here and not in like darker places, you know. I'm just like 
which, memeing it which up I think a bit. Is, is good. I've been playing, I mean, listen, if I'm being honest, I've been playing this Snoopy game that I'm not even sure is really a game. Like, I'm not, like, that's, win- they're stealing, that. that's how they're stealing your $50,000. Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying for it yet, but I'm sure they're you, getting you something. You don't think you, you don't think you are. Exactly. Oh, you're paying for it. I'll find out. I'll find out. But I don't even, like, you win every time. I don't even know. And that's obviously, like, the psychological trick of it is that you win. You're not going to come away from it feeling bad. You win every Jen time. and her fiancé got hooked through her fiancé's child on this game that then Jen put on Cricket's uh, Nintendo Switch. And then Cricket was, like, playing it nonstop. And it's... I'm sure you guys know what this is. I don't know if you've seen it, Casey, but it's like this fruit stacking game, like like a te- think a Tetris almost. Okay. But it's like these fruits that fall down, and then like if like two blueberries combine, they make a strawberry, and then like if a strawberry and another strawberry combine, they make an orange, and like they get oh bigger, God. progressively bigger and bigger and bigger until they're yeah. like pluots and like like a. Uh, you know, grapefruit or whatever. But it's also like weirdly so soothing. Like the music is soothing. The little fruit move kind of like slowly and like very, they're very like lackadaisical in their rolling about inside of the little like whatever they're being dropped into. I don't know. <laughs> um, and they're like cartoon fruit and they're so cute and I really do understand the appeal, but I wouldn't let myself do it. I would not let myself go there because I know myself. Right. And it will just... I'm not putting that on my phone. You've already you've already overcome Candy Crush. I was reading... I'm in like a... And the number one. I did that number one for years. Oh. What was that number one where it's like the numbers? I don't Sudoku? Know. No. No, no, no. It was like number stacking. I got everyone on Cougar Town addicted to oh it. Oh, my I God. I it. I, I don't even know. I, I used to work with this cameraman that was so addicted to Candy Crush. Like, l- I think he would, like, try to play it in the middle of, like, shooting a show, like a live mm-hmm. TV show. I would look over, and I think he'd be, like, sneaking a peek at his Candy Crush. Uh, I am in this message group on Facebook that's about, like, doing things, you know, basically smarter, not harder. And sure, sure without blowing up anyone's spot or whatever, someone recently asked for help, like kicking a phone addiction, like how to do, Mm. like they were just talking about how they're really addicted to their phone. Um, So without giving the details of what they were saying and why it bums them out that they're always on their phone, a number of people in the comments said to switch off the color on your phone and you will immediately be repulsed by your phone. And so (laughs) I didn't do it, but I mentioned it to Matt and he was like, I didn't even know that was a thing that you did. And so he immediately went on his phone and did that. He he figured out, he didn't even know it was a thing that you could do. And he did that. And then he was like, oh my God, it's disgusting. And then he, uh, I was like, so are you going to try it? And he was like, no, he immediately switched it back to color. But he was like, it, I thought it was just turning your phone into like a black and white TV, but it's not. It's like reversing the colors. I don't even understand. It's like, it's like doing like a photo negative of your colors. You can do that on your phone. And then I guess it's not fun to look at your phone. It like immediately, for some people, it immediately 
loosens the chokehold their phone has on them. And, and they're like, yeah, I'm not watching TikTok like that. The danger is, of course, you can go right back to color as my husband did. You can immediately reject it, but. Yeah. Huh. Okay, wait. Now I really can't remember what the fuck that game was. <laughs> but it was like, it was like number crush, kind of. Do you number know what crush? I mean? Yeah. It was like that. Like where it was like. Number crumbers. Number. Fuck. What was it? Ian Gomez was the most addicted. He Num got crunchers. like. He got like so crazy addicted. He and Krista really, they really, they both went for it hardcore. At first, I was like, the mo I was the one that brought it to the table. But then, and then you boy, felt bad. I did feel bad. I did. Yeah. I felt like I really, because then it's hard when you're trying to do your coverage on a scene and, and somebody's playing the number game across from you on their phone and you can tell. And you're like, right. stop stacking the fucking numbers. Pay attention to my joke. I'm like you're fine. We're in the sixth season, babe. You're you're fine. You don't need you don't need baby looking at you. That sounds which I'm like, like I get, which is also like valid. Also valid, but Wait, also I'm asking Mark the name of that weird number game I was addicted to for a while. How did you get not addicted to it? Was it like how annoyed you were with other people being into it? I just took it off my phone. You just took it off your phone and then yeah. now you can't even remember the name. Yeah. And then once I put it back when I was on a flight and I was like, uh, nothing was, I don't, I don't remember how I, I don't remember why I got, I don't, I don't remember. You I wanted to do to something. It. I put it back. Wait, wait. Yes. He was like on your phone. Yes. In like 2012. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Oh my God. Let's see. Let's see if he can do it. He's got a good memory, just like me, for things like this. Better <laughs> than I am. Um, but you wanted to go back to it on a flight. Yeah, and so I did for a minute. Oh, my God, he says, shit. Ah, I stumped him. Oh, my That's God. And so I did for a bit, and honestly, it is really fun. It was really fun. <laughs> Does anyone know what we're talking about? Because we can't remember. Don't this tell number me, actually. Stacking Keep it to game. yourself. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Because it's off your phone now. I don't know what it is. You don't, don't want to fall back on the but wagon. I want to play it. I really want to play right now. But it's like, I wouldn't have been, been able to even do this podcast because I would just be like, if I was, when I was like in it with that yeah. game, I was just doing it all the time. But that's what I was like with Candy Crush. My mom was such a addict for stuff like that. Oh my God. It would be so bad because all she would want more than anything in the world, like if you asked her what she would want more than anything in the world would be like for me to call her or something. And then I would call her and she would be on the phone playing like fucking Candy Crush or something and being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. God, I fucking hate that. My sister gets addic addicted to games too, you know. Really? Le oh yeah. Leanne gets really addicted to games and I can oh tell when God. she's playing too. I'll be like, what do you mean by that? And she'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Leanne, I'm on the phone. Pay oh attention to me. Oh, my God. It's really rough, but, you know, I don't love games that much. That's why I'm sort of annoyed with myself for liking this Snoopy Pop game. Uh, and it's more that I like Snoopy, and I'm like, why don't I just watch, like, a Snoopy cartoon? Because that also is not a game and has no object uh, to it. But... 
I'm not a video game lover. My mom loved my, when video games were video arcades, like my, that would be, my mom would thought that that was a treat to like take me to a video arcade. And it was such not a treat for me. I was never going to go put $20 in a Qbert machine or whatever, but my mom fucking loved it. Okay. I mean, and there were a couple Christmases where we didn't have, a ton of money. There were a couple Christmases where she scraped together money to give me like the new gaming system. And I feel so bad because I was like, I do not care one single bit about Atari. Like, I, like this is not a gift for me. I wish this was a Barbie. Um, but I would feel bad because she just like, that's how her brain worked. She was like, I love this. Everyone must love it. But I never loved it. So I've never gotten hooked on a video game. But I can 100% see how it happens. Oh my goodness. First of all, you know how I feel about a bidet. You know what I mean? (laughs) Bidet, madam. Bidet to you. (laughs) Bidet. Look, here's what I'm going to say. I am a fan of getting some water up in there. Yeah. For many reasons. Health reasons are the biggest one. Yeah. And that's why Tushy is so genius. So genius. Because Because the Tushy... So easy to install. The Tushy Bidet system is so easy to install. I had one put in at Busy Tonight. I have one in every single one of my dressing rooms whenever I'm on a TV show. I have one put into my apartment. Like, I love the Tushy. I have, like, converted so many friends. So many people (laughs) get them because of me. And switching to the Hello Tushy Bidet protects the most delicate skin on your body because it uses a targeted stream of fresh water, And it gives you a chemical-free way to get you all clean after you use the restroom. We've had it for years, and we put one in the guys' bathroom, too. They installed it themselves when they were teenagers. That's how easy it is. Like, picture your teenage kid asking you questions about how to make mac and cheese, because that's what teenage kids do. But they installed it themselves. They got in the habit of using it. It's just a part of life now. It's the good life, living with Tushy. It is definitely the good life. (laughs) Every Hello Tushy bidet comes with a 30-day hassle-free return and a 12-month warranty. You control the pressure, the angle. Guys, you got to just, you got to, you got to sit down and relax. You got (laughs) to get into the Tushy. Listen, you're going to leave the bathroom feeling as fresh as the day you were born. Maybe fresher. Once you get into Tushy, you're never going back. You're gonna you're, never going you're back. gonna you're never going even back. Travel with one. Yeah. And it uses like the same water that's like comes out of your shower or your sink. I just want to be yeah, clear. Just, just to be it's clear. It's really easy. It's and clear, especially fresh like when you water. have your period, guys. Yes, it yes. is a key situation. Just to make sure that you're comfortable. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, is just being more comfortable. <sighs> Look. Leave the bathroom feeling as though you never even went. <laughs> Join the three million butts who've already made the switch to Tushy. 
For a limited time, our listeners, that's you, get 10% off your entire order when you use code BEST at the checkout. That's 10% off your order at H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y dot com with promo code BEST. Oh, we love you, Tushy. AG1. Oh, gosh. We talk a bit about trying to get more veggies into our diets. Bam, that AG1 is key. It really is. Because I know if I don't do my best on the veggies, it's got me. Oh, it'll get you. Oh, honey, it'll get you. It has my back. One little scoop in a glass of water. Yes, it's a foundational nutritional supplement. One scoop of AG1 elevates your health without like having to take a ton of pills and vitamins and things. And you know that you're getting the highest level of ingredients that have been tested. Each serving of AG1 delivers a daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It is amazing. One scoop, you mix it in water once a day, every day. (laughs) Takes 60 seconds. It's 60 seconds. It's a very, very powerful habit that's also powerfully simple. Simple. (laughs) It's just very simple. The ingredients are sourced for absorption and potency. But listen, what I want to just say is that it tastes good. It does taste good. So you're going to feel thrilled about that. Like, because a lot of times I'm like, yeah, okay, I hear you with the ease of everything. But like... Am I going to be able to drink it? it yes. And yes. are you going to have to like make an effort to cover the taste? And no. that's a no. whole other thing. No. You don't Not even have to put one. it in a smoothie. Exactly. It's good as it is. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I really do love it. I really do love it. I want it right now. Maybe it's right now. I'm not kidding. I have it. I have some here. I always have it. Wherever I am, there's my IG1. That's why we've partnered with them for so long. We really do like it and use it, me and Casey. So if you want to take ownership of your health, you can start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2, plus five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at our link, drinkag1.com slash busy. That's drinkag1.com slash busy. Check it out. Um, I just texted Ian Gomez. I The last time I texted him was... <laughs> Poor Ian Gomez is like, what the fuck is... <laughs> well, 2022. I haven't texted him yeah. in two years. Okay. Listen, this is, this, this is the it's moment. It's a good reason. This is the moment. What if he's been working so hard to kick his addiction to this game? And well, maybe he has. Derailed he, him. We were both really fucking into it. What the fuck was it called? Does it have in-app purchases? N- no, I don't It was 100% that. free. Okay. No, I don't think it was free. I think you bought it, right? Oh, I don't know. God. I think it was an app that you, it was a game that you bought. I've like, tr- I just tried Googling it. I tried looking. It was like, but also I sort of like don't even remember, I don't even remember what the point was. Oh, you had to like explode numbers by, okay. oh my God, you guys, this is, now I'm, wow. I don't know why I can't remember the I name I feel of like I'm, wit- I'm watching something that 
it's not going to... I know. I'm like really... Now I'm like really like invested. I bet somebody listening is like, oh, it's needing me. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I can't I feel like something it. dangerous is going to happen. I find, when I find this, it's when I find this fucking game, it's over for you bitches. <laughs> Forget this. Casey's like, and then we never heard from her again. I never, never was able to nail her down for another podcast recording again. Always and that's mis- just the way it mysteriously was. Mysteriously had something else <sighs> very urgent came up and had to cancel. <laughs> okay, it would like, the numbers would come down. You would decide where to place them like Tetris. Okay. You wanted to get, what was it? What was even the point? Did you want to get like two of the same number together? It would explode and then, oh my God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. There was some exploding element. Numbers, stacking game. I've I've been trying to Google. Um, Exploding. Circle. I think they were circles. Okay. Let me see, let me see, let me see. No? No? What is the game? No? No. Now they're just giving me... Guys, they're just giving me, like, games for preschoolers to, like... <laughs> to learn, learn math. math. Um, that's not what we're Which, talking about I mean, here, guys. Also, it would have been great if uh, they had taught me any kind of math. You know? We, yeah, we wouldn't need the points guy and... Was it called Explode Numbers? It was not. Was it called Merge Block Numbers? No. No, but it oh. looks like this game called 2048 is really popular, but that's not what it was. Okay. I bet it's like a thing that exists under a million different names. No, it had a name. Was it, it like had... advertised on television or because that always scares me when they advertise a game that they when I'm watching Hulu and it gives me a commercial for some game that I should download on my phone, I stay far away from that. Um no. Wait. In the meantime, while you're waiting to hear back from Ian Gomez, I'm sure he'll get right back to you after. He's literally like, new phone, who this? You know what I mean? Like, Two he's like, fucking what years. the fuck? Two years later? Thanks, Biz. Do you know Great about... Great to hear from you. Do you know about the game called Akinator? Have you ever played that? Played what? Akinator. Hackinator? Nope. Akinator. A-K-I-N-A-T. Akinator. Akinator. That is the most insane app. And that is the one that I had to delete from my phone because it's like a genie. The game is like a genie. And then it asks you questions about you think of someone. You think of someone in your mind. And then it asks you yes or no questions and it guesses. Oh, who I know you're... the Akinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was that was the Akinator was so big with uh Birdie. Of course. Of course. Yeah. When that was like, but that was also, oh, Ian Gomez, Ian Gomez. Oh, Jesus. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. (gasps) Oh, my God. The Akinator is, if you've never played it. I love the Akinator. 
It's so freaky how it knows. One time I was, I got Paul F. Tompkins in my mind and it guessed within like, obviously he's always on my mind, but how would Akinator fucking know that? It guessed it in like five questions. It, it Yeah, but it asks these questions and then it just like, I don't even, how does the Akinator work? It, it is probably weird. like looks on your phone. It probably like searches all my searches and is like, oh, this oh, that's right. loves that's Paul right. F. Tompkins. Yeah, that's right. No, I think you're right, actually. That I don't know, it. but it freaked me out because it was always, like, if if it took more than 10 questions to guess who I was thinking of, it, it was shocking. Shocking. And I think it's, I think it's dark magic. And yeah, I Birdie always loved to stump it. That was her favorite thing. I, I never stumped it. I never successfully Birdie stumped it. Birdie could stump it. Birdie could stump it. Wow. Well, yeah. maybe because if she was playing on your phone, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of reasons why it would work so well, but I just think dark magic is the best answer and to stay away from it and to not. The number the number exploding crunching game, also clearly dark magic. It's also, it, it's erased itself from it's history. It's erased itself from history. It's gone. It's because gone. it knows it did bad. God. But something so good. annoying. You know what I'm going to do today? Huh. What? I'm going to drive myself in the rain to Target because mm-hmm. you know what they have in their cheaply made t-shirt section? A frog and toad t-shirt. Mm. And I believe it's from the cookies story where they eat too many cookies, which is one of my favorites. Speaking of which, I just ordered way too many Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) (laughs) It's for a good cause. How many many boxes did you order? It was like free shipping weekend or whatever. And my friend was like, my daughter's thing is free shipping weekend. Here it is. And she had sent it to me before and I had ignored because I was like, I don't need that temptation in my life. Right. And also like, you know, they'll call you back. Like we were just saying about the CIA, the Girl Scout cookies will knock again. And they keep knocking. (laughs) They knock and knock and knock. Um, but I love that. We, the, how did you know that their frog and toad is at Targ's? Two of my favorite Instagram accounts are like one that tells you what's new at Target and then you can immediately try to go to your Target and see if it's there. So that's where Unless I saw Unless you live that. in New York City. Good luck to oh, you. Uh-huh. Good luck to you. And then the other one is a person that makes the most gorgeous arrangements of Trader Joe's flowers and tells you what the flowers are at Trader Joe's. I I want both of those uh, accounts to follow. Thanks. And then, um, and then they'll be like, make the most gorgeous. Like it looks like a $200 arrangement and it costs them like $24, which are like, that's a lot for Trader Joe's flowers. That's a lot for a flower budget. But when you think if someone sent you those flowers or you sent them to yourself, it would be a couple hundo bucks and you can buy it with your Amex 4X points cards. And I think it'll count as groceries because it's a grocery store. So it'll count as groceries. It'll count. So then suddenly I, Matthew brought me home flowers from his store for Valentine's Day and they were like pink and orange roses, 
like not pink and orange mixed roses. Like the roses were part pink and part orange, each flower. And they're so gorgeous and so pretty and like just, just as good as like if he had sent flowers. It was a little bit of a job, like putting them in the vase, whatever, whatever. But you can make some really beautiful arrangements for yourself. And Oh, well, I would always do Trader Joe's for dinner parties and stuff. Trader Joe's flowers for dinner parties. That was always my go-to. Yeah. You just got to eat like, if you're not a person who lives near a place that has like a flower district or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, because even flower districts, like even if you don't have the thing where you're like the... Oh, I don't think it was called 2048. No, this was not it. He's wrong. He's paying <laughs> attention. Not paying attention. Not paying attention. Although this is right. This is the exact same thing. Yes, yes, but but it was different. <laughs> different. You probably in your app store, you probably have even if you deleted it, you probably still have a record of it. Because and then he's like, and I was like, yes, but it was different. And he's like, hmm. And then and then I said, wasn't it? But then also it was, it was a solid twelve years ago. <laughs> so I do, you know. So I do hear that like it's probably not. Um. Okay. Wait. So tell me about the t how'd you find out about the t-shirt though i saw it on this instagram account where this person was like run to your target frog and toad t-shirts and here frog and toad is one of those things where i know this happens to little kids a lot but frog and toad is one of those things where i'm always surprised that a anyone else knows about frog and toad and b that people love frog and toad as much as i do um, I love Arnold Lobel so much. I love his story as a person and who he was as a person. And um, I don't know much about him. He's a really interesting guy. And I think like, I think you do know a lot about him from reading Frog and Toad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's but sweet. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Well, let's read from his Wikipedia in case people... Arnold Lobel was an American author of children's books, including the Frog and Toad series and Mouse Soup. He wrote and illustrated these picture books as well as Fables, a 1981 Caldecott Medal winner for Best Illustrated U.S. Picture Book. Did your school librarian always, like, go off their fucking rocker for a Caldecott Award winner? Mine did. A hundred percent. That's, like, we burned into my brain. Also, someone I saw, probably a meme, guys, probably a meme. Yeah. Someone did write something that was like, um, they need to redo the like library, summer library reading challenge, but like for like things that adults want, like Chipotle or whatever, because yeah, like yeah. people aren't reading books right. <laughs> right. anymore. Oh my God. And I thought it was really funny. And also I was like, I would totally do that. <laughs> I'm going to read one more section of Arnold Lobel's Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia, for giving us this information on these things and all things. Lobel was born in Los Angeles, California to Lucille Stark and Joseph Lobel and raised in Schenectady, New York. Also hard to say. Wait, how, what, how, what year? How old? What year was he born? 1933. Mark's mom was raised in Schenectady, New York oh, as well. Oh my God, maybe uh -huh. she knew and him. So was her, and so was her sister. And she would have been... 
10 years younger, right? 33, yeah, probably 43, 43. Okay. 43. Or but maybe, maybe. But maybe 40, maybe 40 she was born. I can't remember. You never know. Exactly when she was born, but like. Schenectady yeah, connection. Schenect- <gasps> Drop seven. Drop seven, it was called. Oh, thank God. I feel relieved that we know that. I did it. I did it. And by the way, thank you, Casey, because I went through my app store. Oh, see, there you go. I went there through. I went through purchases not on my phone. There you go, and it said you could download it again, but you're not gonna. I don't know. I might. I don't know if it's. Ava- <laughs> I want to see if it's available. I don't know if it's available. I got so excited, I like threw my phone. <laughs> okay, Arnold. So exciting. Okay, Arnold okay. Lobel, born in Schenectady, his parents' hometown. Um, his grandparents were German Jewish grandparents. He was frequently bullied in his childhood and often read picture books at his local library. He attended the Pratt Institute. Institute in Brooklyn. In 1955, after he graduated, he married Anita Kemper, also a children's writer and illustrator whom he'd met while in art school. The two worked in the same studio and collaborated on several books together. They had two children, daughter Adrian and son Adam, followed by three grandchildren. After college, Lobel was unable to support himself as either a children's book author nor illustrator, and so he worked in advertising and trade magazines, which he openly disliked. In the early 1980s, he and Anita separated, and he moved to Greenwich Village. His partner, Howard Wiener, cared for him at the end of his life. He died of cardiac arrest on December 4th, 1987 at Doctors Hospital in New York after suffering from AIDS for some time. But I just feel like those frog and toad books... That's that's the summation of a person's life. What I was saying was, I think you know him if you read the Frog and Toad books. I think that we talk so much about loneliness and the importance of companionship and friendship. And I think those books are like such a primer on fighting loneliness, finding your person, finding someone who sees you and likes you even though you're a crab ass and you can't stop eating cookies and you always think nothing's going to work out. And there's, you know, there's this other half to you, maybe somewhere out there who's like, yeah, it might not work out. Let's keep trying. You know, let's keep trying. And I also can't stop eating cookies, you know? (laughs) Like, let's yeah. let's try not to eat cookies together if that's our goal or let's try to make a kite that works because it's worthwhile. We'll fail a thousand times. They're just, they're really magical books. I give a set of Frog and Toad books to everyone who's like under 15 years old. <laughs> if I have to give you a, a gift, you're getting like a set of Frog and Toad books. I just think they're so exceptional. And um, I'm happy. I hope it's his estate that's getting money from like a Target t-shirt. I hope. Well, is it? it's not like in the public domain. No, but I'm like, did they sell the, did they sell the rights yeah. at some point to like a big company or whatever? I hope it's his family getting money. I would love... Oh, I would really love like a stop motion animation frog and toad TV series or movie. That would be such a dream come true for me. Um, I just really love them. It's really sweet. I love them. I know you do. They're really cute. <laughs> I'm so glad you found out the name of that game, but I will feel so bad if you get hooked on it again. It doesn't exist. Oh, you can't get it anymore? No, there's a different one. 
that you're not downloading. I'm going to just see. I just want to see. If it, if it tastes the same. What did I literally? I was like, I have so much work to do. I have like to write this. I'm doing like a keynote at the ACLU thing in Chicago. I'm oh like, God. like I've got shit to do. I've got shit to do. And I'm just like. You can't get Shrug emoji. I'm going to play this game where, I, where I'm like, you know, numbering. You can't do it. Something with numbers. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's just see. I'm just going to say. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, only me. Oh All my right, god! You can see my activity. Only me. <laughs> add friends? Absolutely not, sir. Get out of here. You should add the whole no. Cougar Town cast and see that what actually happens. Literally, would be so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, this is it. This is it. It's the same. It's the same. Oh my god! Welcome to Number Drop. This looks so. Oh, honey, I know how to do it. Fucking, why are you giving me a tutorial? Stop. <laughs> You're like, oh that's me. Oh that's me talking to my GPS when I get to my neighborhood. I go from not knowing where I am to being so mad at being condescended to by my GPS. I'm like, I fucking know turn into my driveway. Duh. I don't want to. Why is it making me do this? This is so stupid. Listen, it just wanna make it wants to make sure to it has this. its hooks in okay, you. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, bitch. All right, we got it. We got it. We got it. Okay, fine. Okay. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know how to play this game. You know what, tutorial? I've been playing this game before you were even a sentient. <laughs> All right. I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it so much. It's my favorite thing. I love to play the game. That's well, really I look good. forward to the next episode of this podcast that will 100% be an intervention. I do, too. I really do, too. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, I've already fucked up. I need to go back to, like, I, I need to I need to re... You didn't is... watch the tutorial. I did watch the tutorial, but I'm just, like, I definitely had... I was better at it. You you're know. rusty. You're, I'm you're rusty. a little rusty. I'm definitely rusty. I'm not thrilled. <laughs> Should we say what we're doing our best at this week? Yeah, well, clearly I'm not doing my best at this because <laughs> I am I'm in it. I'm back in. Wow. I love it so much. The birth, the rebirth of an addiction. It's really so much fun. To a numbers explosion game. Guys, I think you're going to enjoy it. Maybe. Maybe you're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong? Don't get it. Don't touch it. I'm I'm going to be the Nancy Reagan here and say, don't, don't touch it. Don't, I think don't I got to delete it immediately. I'm already, yeah. it's all, I'm already too deep in. <laughs> oh my God. But wait, I'm getting a good chain right now. And it's just, <sighs> there's nothing like it in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you have to want, don't you always wonder when you're just about to delete the app? Mm. And you're like, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of sucking at this game. And then you get a good chain. Don't you think that it's just the thing knowing that you were about to give up? And they're like, we got to throw our bone to keep her on the hook. Like that's, I don't trust. That's, I, I never trust. And I feel like I'm being manipulated by the game. Oh, we're definitely being manipulated by the game. <laughs> but honey, it's, it's all a game. You know what I mean? 
my we're God. being manipulated. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, we're definitely being manipulated by the game, girl. N- not only am I not downloading, I'm not. Go- I'm gonna delete Snoopy Pop from my phone too, because Snoopy Pop isn't even a game. It's not even. It doesn't. It, there's no skill. It's nothing. Yeah, I'm confused. I don't even know what. I don't know what that is. But I'm. I'm kind of into it for you. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I like that you're like something that's like so sweet. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels really nice. I just want to see really Snoopy. Nice. It's just like I just want to visit with my friend Snoopy, but it doesn't need to be on through some game app that's just stealing my data. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I personally am like kind of thrilled right now for my data to be stolen, but I don't know why I would you'll be thrilled get, for that, but We'll see what happens. Well, I mean, listen, they probably already have your data. They're probably That's already like... That's what I mean. Like, they all have... They have all of ours, guys. Yeah. Don't we know that? We know that. Yeah. Which is why the CIA isn't gonna call you about... They're not going, gonna call us. Yeah. I think. I think it's all connected. It's all connected. Well, what are you doing your best at this week? Okay. I can tell not you what I'm... scammed. Not being scammed. What I'm not doing my best at is like, I'm just going to be real, real honest. Like since we were talking about organization and I haven't unpacked from last week in New York. Because because the washer dryer isn't working. So I can't do that laundry. So everything is still in my bag. And I just felt like that was the best course of action. But it is like a source of, it's a, source of shame for me. But luckily it looks so good in my 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 bag. Like I'm happy to have my bag out and it's all contained and I'll get to it today. It'll be easy. It'll take two seconds to unpack. It wasn't that long of a trip. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just doing my best with like letting things happen in the time that they're supposed to happen. Like so many things... I've wanted to happen faster or I think you and I talked about this recently where you were like, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? And I was just like, sort of for the first time in my life, I'm like, it's truly just going to happen when it happens. And like, it has to happen in a certain order and there's no forcing it and there's no forcing it to go faster. And it might even take longer than we were told or whatever for like just certain things. So that's just like with everything, like the floor getting done in my house, it's just going to happen as it happens room by room. And like wishing that it was all done now, it's it's not. It, that's a useless <laughs> waste of my time as much as playing Snoopy Pop is because it's just not going to happen. It's likely going to take a month of Sundays more to get most of the house done. Uh, Finding out like, you know, when certain job things are going to happen, it just, you know, I can be proactive but I also have to be patient. Proactive, but patient. That's me. That's what I'm doing my best at. That's really wise. (laughs) Like, I can keep asking. I can try to be proactive. But the truth is, like, sometimes there's just not an answer yet. And so, 
you then you just have to switch into that mode of like waiting for that answer and again being proactive not dropping the ball on it but like i i think that i'm in a better place of waiting for the answer because again conditions must be perfect in right. the past when i've been waiting for an answer I would almost feel like, well, I can't do anything else. I can't accomplish anything else. I can't think of anything else while I'm waiting for this time to happen where whatever, where I'm going to get an answer or where something's going to occur or something's going to be accomplished. I guess I'm getting better at that like liminal space and being like, well, I can't just sit here and be frozen in time waiting for this certain thing. The conditions don't actually have to be perfect. That's why I was like so admiring that like, you're like, if I can't watch the Super Bowl, I'm going to fucking paint a shelf, you know? Like that is not, <laughs> that's not me. So I I want to be more like that. And I think I've, I've gotten better at like, this week I think I did a good job at accepting that certain things just take a certain amount of time and next week I need to be better at filling up that certain amount of time like productively in a way that I feel good about at the end of the day. Anyway, proactive and patient. What what are you doing your best at? I mean, I'm already so impressed about the organization. I do feel like I did my best at being a mom last week. Yeah. And like honoring who my kid is. And, you know, one thing that I think is so difficult for, I think, all parents is to recognize when you sometimes can just do something for your kid. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to leave, like visiting my friends and the great house up there and right you know I'm like yeah didn't even get to use the sauna <laughs> oh no <laughs> I know I was really excited about that but like she wasn't being jerky she wasn't demanding she was like can we please go home and she also just wasn't having the best time yeah. And like, I felt like, I don't know. One thing that's interesting about this period of my life, you know, and like thinking about middle age, thinking about my kids getting older and that Mark and I have split up and everything. And with Kate passing away and like, and then also just like digging through all of this stuff and even Mean Girls coming out and like having the experience of seeing the experience of kids in their early 20s, their late teens and early 20s, like having their first big thing happen for them is like this sort of like mourning of all that you have done and had and yeah like the uncertainty of the future but the knowledge that like it will never be that again it will never be 
youth and it will never be, you'll, you know, I'll never have, I probably, I mean, who fucking knows, but I'll probably never have be the mom to like babies. Right. But they still need a parent and like, it's just, you know, and I think I'm getting better at like understanding You know, I've like always said this, like I was such a good mom to babies and to little kids. Yeah. To really understand babies and little kids and their needs and how they express them. Like temper tantrums don't fucking scare me. Like babies don't scare me. Kids kind of freak me out. Yeah. Because it's it's complex and it's like, I don't know. It's hard. It's harder to navigate, you know, because kids are more like people and people are confusing to me. People's yeah. motivations are confusing to me. And that's why dating is so hard for me. Yeah. You know, is that like, I don't know what someone else's honestly, like, in so many ways, in so many instances, like, I don't know what someone else is coming at me with, right? Right. But I guess, like, I just feel like, I don't know. I was really, I'm like really grateful that Cricket and I had that time alone. Yeah. Because I feel like I understood that she wasn't going to like cause a scene or anything. She's not she's not a baby anymore. Right. But that she was just like this is not my weekend that I wanted, you know? Right. And I was able to like put my own needs and just wishes or whatever to the side and like honor who my kid is becoming, you know, and be like, I get it. And, you know, sometimes there are times when, like, that's not an option, right? Of course. Yeah. But then but it also, was like, but it was an option. And it gave me, like, a really good opportunity to fucking clean my damn house and, like, <laughs> organize some stuff. I was not planning on spending my time doing that, but right. I'm really glad I got to do it. So anyway, I think that's I think that's so great, and I think the reason. Well, here's where kids start to get complicated, right? When they start to, well, when they start to behave more like people, and kids are always people, but you know what I mean. Where they start to behave more like they've observed older people acting, and we're all acting in a certain way, right? Where we, I think the reason people are confusing is because they're not honest about things. And that's for a million reasons. Sometimes people are not honest out of kindness. Sometimes people are not honest because they want to let themselves off the hook and they just want to say the gentlest thing when it's not the kindest thing sometimes. I think that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Sometimes, well, it's like, in this business, right? All the time when people give you feedback about like what kind of thing they're not interested in doing and you're like, then you find out that they bought a show almost exactly like what you pitched and they told you they weren't buying shows like that. And it's just like, oh, that feedback wasn't honest. Like more honest feedback would have been like, eh, it just doesn't do anything for me and it's not a match. And so you should take it to someone else and try to find someone who it does excite, you know? And that kind of is like the same thing that we do in 
relationships and dating. Sometimes we do it in friendships, but less so. I think we do it in our families where, you know, you're trying to do this dance between like, sometimes you're not being honest because you don't want to hurt the other person. Sometimes you're not being honest because you just don't want to like get into your own reasons for not being into something, whatever, whatever. But I think it's so great. And this is coming from just someone who like as a kid, I didn't feel heard or listened to a lot. It sounds like Cricket was honest with you and she felt comfortable being honest with you about like, yeah, this is not for me. And you like saw it in her because you know her really well. And then you like did what you could in that situation to be like, yeah, okay, this isn't for you. Like it's such a big deal. And I think that you know, it's one of those things that it'll, it'll take like 20 years <laughs> to pay off, you know, but just that you heard her and like took action to like make it a little bit better of a situation for her is like a really big deal. Cause I, I think we forget that sometimes. I think you're right that you can just, you know, and it's not indulging your kid or whatever. It's just, just the same as like, if you were at a party that you didn't like the vibe at, you would be allowed to leave, you know? Right. right. But when you're 10, now. when you're 12. I know, you're stuck. You're, you're so your often parents, told. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to suck it up and we're only going to be here this much longer. And and like at that point, like wh- what are we doing? Like why is, <laughs> you know, like what are we doing? What well, are we right. trying to do And here? I also, right. And I also felt like, if I want to go up and see my friend and like hang out with her babies at another time, like I now know either I should invite one of Cricket's friends to come with us. Right. Or like she's at that age now where it's not fun for her to just be like stuck in the middle, hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Like stuck in the the middle. Exactly. The 11th wheel. (laughs) Oh my God. Stuck in the middle. I know. I know. Such yeah. a good song, too. So anyway, I was like, yeah, I was like, I feel like I did my best at parenting this week, honestly. Honestly. Yeah. That's good. And I'm sure, well, having been the parent of a kid that age, they'll never be like, I really appreciate that you did this for me. It's a huge relief. to ju- But you saw it. You saw it. So I'm glad you were able to see it. I know. She was getting, and- like, salty about how long it was taking for us to leave on... Yeah. Uh, Sunday, like when we were coming back, because yeah. we went to some vintage places and like had a really, we were like having fun, like the teen girls and Michelle and me and Cricket. But then Cricket like hit the wall and was just like, I just want to leave. Like I'm not even, she's like, she's not a shopper really. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We went to a book, what used bookstore and she got some books. But um, she was like, I wonder what's leaving. And she got like a little salty and I was like, listen, girl, I hear the saltiness. I just want you to know, as someone who has changed their entire plans now to take you home tonight, I don't love it. I would reconsider the salty tone. Not being salty. And I was like, "Ah, that sounds pretty salty to me. It's going to be like 20 more minutes, girl. You can chill. Yeah. Yeah. The teens want to try on some vintage Levi's. Okay. We're just going to do. Oh, my gosh. I know. But it was like. Yeah, I feel like she was, I feel like she was grateful because yeah, yeah. she really zipped it after that. 
She and it was a compromise. Her. You got, you know, you like you compromised some things and she compromised some things. And I think that's such a great thing for kids to learn. It's a great skill for kids to learn. It's great for them to know that it's like possible, that compromise is possible. Like not knowing that compromise is a thing or having practice at it, I think is is something that really bites us all in the ass later. You know, I think that's so interesting that you say that because, yeah, I think like a lot of families don't allow for that. Right. Because they they have this idea that it's got to be like, these are the rules and I make the rules and you follow the rules. And it's like, well, no, you have to teach your kids that like within all systems, you there has to be uh, an ability to compromise, to hear the other person's experience and then like adjust accordingly if you... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think we get so many fucked up ideas that just stick in our heads that we, like, repeat. Like, you know, well, for example, when, (laughs) like, I know that, and I've had other friends who this has happened to, when, like, the school calls and they're like, your kid forgot their jacket or whatever. And the school's like, well, we could just leave them without a jacket and, like, teach them a lesson about how important it is to remember your jacket. And I'm like, I think the only lesson is that's mean, you know? Like, yeah, I totally I mean, agree. Le- you know what I mean? But those that's, like, the kind of thing where I've heard so many things about, like, we got to teach them a lesson about, like, being responsible. And I'm like, if I go to work and I forget my jacket, like, I, I still forget my jacket. Like, no one's ever trying to deprive me of something to teach me a lesson as an adult. You know what I mean? There's also like better ways to like help someone learn. Yeah, exactly. So those are deprivation, I don't think, is one of the best ways. Those are the kind of those are the kind of things that I think get stuck in our head. And I think being inflexible with our kids is like one of those things where like you could say like, well, you're teaching your kid to be resilient and to like entertain themselves or whatever, whatever. And yes, but also like for what? You know what What? I mean? To what end? Come on. To what end, guys? (laughs) To what end? Yeah. To what end? I I just think it's really good. Also, like, you know, you have to know your kid. She's not a conditions must be perfect kid. Yeah. But like, she only has a, she's like, you know, she only has a couple days off of school. I don't know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm happy for it all. It's all worked out. It worked out well and it'll pay off in 20 years. And someday she'll be like, thanks for not making me stay that whole weekend. That was super cool of you. Thank you. Yeah. Great. I look forward (laughs) to that, Cricket. I look forward to that conversation. Well, guys, let us know what you think about my gentle parenting technique. No, I'm kidding. It was not gentle parenting. It was medium. It was was not rough parenting. It was was not rough parenting. It was was medium middle parenting. Stuck in the middle parenting. Middle ground parent (laughs) vibes. Which is great. I think that's where we should all be aiming for a little more. Probably. Also, yeah, I think so too. Also, though, Gina was sad. I did, I did choose my human daughter over my dog daughter because Gina was like running free, like nobody yeah. without a care in the world, and yeah. she was just feeling like the wind in her fur, and like <laughs> just she looked like her most beautiful self. You know what I mean? Like she just was like she came alive, oh. and then she spent yesterday on the couch, like just like moping. Aw, well, luckily you can win her back with treats. Oh, I'm giving her treats. <laughs> and pets. Treats, treats and pets. pets. 
She's a cutie. Um, all right, guys. Well, we love you. We hope you had a eventful week. And hope you're doing your best. Look for us on Instagram and yeah. Substack. We'll have things for you there. Maybe and YouTube someday. We don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. We love you and we'll talk to you soon. Busy. Bye. We'll be playing that game, but I'll. I'm, I just deleted it. I just <laughs> deleted it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, no.